Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 25 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Morningbrook Digital Consultancy. If you need help understanding the latest information and technology in digital and social customer care, Morningbrook Digital can help. Email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com for more information today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. On Wisdom Wednesday, I bring you wisdom from the best events, books, articles, and any other place I can find it for you out there on the World Wide Web. I will bring the information directly to you. So just pop those feet up on your desk as long as the boss is not walking by and let me bring this information straight to your earbuds. We have a very jam-packed episode today, but I do want to take just a second to remind you that the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit is happening November 16th and 17th at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge. There's not a lot of time left to be able to register, but I do have a coupon code for you. If you go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, you can go through the registration process and then enter the code SUPPORTIVE, S-U-P-P-O-R-T-I-V-E, and that will get you $300 off the cost of your registration. I will be there. I'll be moderating a couple of panels. There are a lot of speakers with a lot of experience that will be there. New York in the fall, all of these fantastic reasons to attend the conference. So if you're on the fence about going, get off the fence, get on the computer and get your registration done today because time is running out. Okay, let me bring you today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Shep Hyken, my friend and colleague, who says, There is a big difference between a satisfied customer and a loyal customer. And boy, is he right. And the book of the day is also by Shep Hyken. Be amazing or go home. Seven customer service habits that create confidence with everyone. Now, I have it on good authority that we are going to be seeing a new book coming out from Shep Hyken pretty soon. And as soon as we hear about that, we will have Shep on the show to tell us about it in person. Okay, let's get into it. Like I said, we've got a full episode today. Today we're talking about what happened at CX Talks. If you remember me talking about it last week, CX Talks was a customer experience summit held Monday, October 2nd at the Atlanta Marriott Buckhead Hotel and Conference Center. It was jam-packed. There were almost 500 attendees there. They had 18 associations, 24 speakers, two keynotes, 14 breakout discussions, I did look for a partridge in a pear tree. I'm pretty sure they had one, but I didn't see it personally. There were a lot of topics covered. There was a lot of technology there. So I will be bringing to you on different episodes. I'll break out some of this extra information that we came across, and I'll sort of touch on that in a little bit. But let's cover the highlights I mentioned last Friday that I was looking forward to. The first item of interest to me, obviously, was the breakout session on the ROI of social media customer service. The president of the Social Media Research Association, Kathy Dowering, was there, and we had a lively discussion about the benefits of providing customer support over social media. 
She brought a wait time study that was just completed by Ann Michaels and Associates. This is the third study of the kind that this company has done. They do one every two years. They looked at 30 different brands over three communications channels three times a day, looked at response rate and time. They were primarily focused on the department store vertical. I'm not going to spoil the punchline on that because Kathy is going to be coming on the show to talk to us more about that report and walk us through it. So we'll talk about that later. But we did talk about a lot of the subjects that we cover on this show, cost per transaction, handle time, how do you know about your return on investment and how can you measure that? So it was a great breakout session. I enjoyed it. The next session that I had highlighted last Friday was the keynote given by Neil Berg, the Assistant Vice President of User Experience Innovation and Brand Experience at AT AT&T. His keynote was called Transforming the AT&T Brand Experience. I found this very interesting. He talked about how in the past, AT&T had the wrong brand experience that was tied to the success of the iPhone for a while. And then it sort of turned into a race to the bottom with coupons and offers. Customers were feeling trapped, undervalued, betrayed, anxious even. And this new reality was coming in because the environment is shifting in the telecom industry from telecom only to what is being referred to as TNT, telcos and technology. And this is happening because we've got so much different technology coming in. Used to be telcos were just telephone, and sometimes you've got cable television mixed in with that. But now you've got connected cars, connected cities, Internet of Things, also known as IoT. And then you've got the standard cable and network services. So AT&T realized they needed to go through a brand transformation. Their CEO launched a new mission statement for the company that is create the best entertainment and communication experiences in the world. And Neil highlighted that customer experiences are now elevated and broadcast across the company. This has now made it into the corporate mission statement. So the customer experience, even at large companies, large traditional companies like AT&T, is now finally rising to the top. We realize that chief customer officers and experiences that customers have are really the new differentiation point when all your standard things become standard and we start to commoditize everything. When all else is equal, suddenly the experience that your customer has is more important. So with this, he pointed out that journey mapping is no longer a new exotic activity. In their old mindset, the order of importance was technology, then product and service, then experiences. But the new mindset that AT&T has puts experiences first, then capabilities, and then products and services. He also shared with us four brand experience principles they're running with at AT AT&T. One, make it simple. Two, make it seamless. Three, make it personal. And four, make it inspiring. I was inspired by his session. Now let's move on to this session with the funny title, Beat CX with a Simple Stick. This was given by John Winley, who's the CEO and head of strategy at Altitude CX, and David Johnson, who's the CEO at Dakota International. Last Friday, I called them Dakota, and I'm very sorry, David. I confirmed with them while I was there that it's Dakota International. So they shared this. 
Asking an imaginative survey question produces higher response rates and better data. This was interesting, especially as social and digital customer care are merging more and trying to get more surveys in front of people that people will fill out. They say that they take data through their response engine, parse out the good insights, assign weights and coefficients to understand motivation and find out what to focus on by what customers talk about most. They know that because it has high cognitive function, which is what customers are saying, meaning what they're thinking about, and high frequency impact, meaning how often they're talking about it. So what are they talking about and how often are they talking about it? Great insight. And we'll talk more about surveys and how to make sure that you're delivering them in the right way and getting customers to fill them out. There's also technology I found at this event that will help people survey. The next session that I thought would be interesting to us that I talked about last Friday was design thinking series, documenting empathy. And this was given by Asa Sherrill, who's the VP of user experience at Macquarium. This was, remember, the one that talked about contact center metrics being known as the alphabet soup of scores, FCR, ASA, AHT, ACW, CSAT. And he talked about how focusing on one of these metrics could have the counter effect of squeezing the balloon. And if you focus too much on first contact resolution, this could have different negative impacts on your customer satisfaction, your after call work, your average handle time, all of those things. The highlights that I took away from his discussion were that people filter information through their personal experiences in a couple of ways. First, each individual perceives things differently because of the five senses that we have and how they receive something. Second, past experiences can also impact how someone experiences your brand, what influences they have, what their wants are, what their needs are, etc. And he says that when you're looking at your personas, you know, when you have a customer avatar, I don't know, at your company, you might have, you know, maybe your company, when you're looking at customer experience says our customer avatar is Bob and Bob is 35. And he does this and he has this many kids. That's what he's talking about, about personas. He said that concentrating on personas brings the curse of dimensionality, because as you become more precise about who your customer is, the percentage of the audience represented by this one persona decreases. And he says that behavior and belief is a better way to understand your customer than creating a persona or an avatar. He says you should capture customer queries, organize that into categories of intent, and then further distinguish these categories as it makes sense for your brand. So that was very interesting. The next session I talked about being interesting to us last Friday was emotions matter, understanding customer emotions to improve loyalty. And this session was given by Tanner Hopkins, who's the customer experience manager at Thumbtack. Here are the key takeaways from Tanner's discussion. During an interaction, he says it's very important to acknowledge customer loyalty, ask customers if they have any questions, and investigate public social properties to find a personal connection. He talked about how Chewy, a dog food toy online company, was interacting with his wife, and they went to her in her Instagram property and found a picture of her playing fetch with her dog, and they commissioned an artist to draw a portrait of her dog and send it. 
So now they have this beautiful portrait of her dog, you know, playing fetch or what have you. This was very personal to her. Now you have to make sure that you are not being creepy when you do this. You have to make sure that it seems like what you're doing would be interesting and comfortable to your customer. But very interesting stuff there that Tanner was talking about. So during the interaction, these are things that you can do to make your customer experience personal and connect to your customer emotions so you can improve loyalty, right? Now, after the customer interaction, what Tanner talked about was measuring customer experience. He says to survey customers and ask regular CSAT and MPS questions, but also include a qualitative question about how they felt after an interaction with you. Asking how they felt will give you a lot of contextual feedback from your customers so that you can garner insights that you would not normally have had and really drill down into what the disconnects are with your customer. Then he says to make sure that you are tying your customer experience results per customer to the revenue spent by that customer. When Thumbtack did this, they found that people who felt decreased likelihood to be inspired, spent 45% less with their company, which is huge. He had a chart that showed that when they asked customers if they felt inspired, and let me share in case you're not familiar, Thumbtack is a tech platform that allows customers to request quotes from thousands of people for tasks and services they need to be completed. So his customers are people that are using this website to post their services they offer and try to get work from people online. So this would be small business owners, people who have a side hustle, trying to make money, either he used the example of a yoga instructor, whatever it is, people are offering piano lessons, whatever that is. One of the things that was very important to them was being inspired, feeling inspired. And people who felt a decreased likelihood to be inspired spent 45% less money with their company. And he went on to explain what it was that could be done to make people feel more inspired. So So what they did with these results, and this is important, he called out, if you don't do anything with the results, then nothing's going to change. But what they did is they retrained their staff, they held people accountable. And so what they expect will happen is that they're going to increase the amount of money people are spending with Thumbtack, and they're going to be more satisfied by it. So what I got out of that is make sure that you're doing things during the interaction to connect with your customers. Then when you're measuring that customer experience, you want to survey customers and ask them questions that are important to driving the bottom line and the top line at your business. And then when you get these customer experience results back, you want to measure your customer experience results next to the amount of revenue that came in from that customer. Then when you go to your C-suite, you can explain very clearly that increasing the quality of the customer's experience has led to this increase in revenue from these particular customers. That way, it's very easy to show your leadership what impact customer experience has. And, and I think that that's one thing that causes it to be challenging to move social customer support and digital customer support forward is if you're unable to show the return on investment in these, in these, um, in these channels. 
All right. So that's what I took away as compared to what we talked about being interesting on Friday. There are two sessions I talked about being interesting that quite honestly, I didn't make it to because these other sessions were so interesting to me. I did not make it to the customer experience business results that was held by the Customer Experience Professionals Association. I will catch up with them later and we might have them on a show. I also did not make it to augmenting your customer experience with smart devices that was held by Will Payman, who's the VP of strategy at Macquarium. But we can circle back to that one. All right, that's what I've got for you today. I hope that this gives you a small view into what I got from the CX Talks 2017 Atlanta Customer Experience Summit. I will tell you that this high level overview does not do justice to the information that I took away from this conference. It was really fantastic. I will dig deeper into some other topics later for us. So make sure you tune in tomorrow, which is Thoughtful Thursday, because you will be learning more about my Try It Now philosophy philosophy that was highlighted by my friend and colleague Shep Hyken as being one of the best customer service lines he's ever heard. Until then, and even after then, this is Frankie Soche. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.